The message you're about to listen to is from Jesus Unhindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord. Because you are worthy of it all. 
You don't give him. You are depriving. You are stealing from him. You are stealing from his glory. When you don't give him what is due to him. You are stealing from his praise. When you don't give him what is due to him. He is worthy of it. Find me the meaning of worthy. Let him understand. So when you say you are worthy, you think again. We have been told that Thanksgiving is that thing you do before you start service. Plead the blood and then give thanks. That's not true. Scripture says in all things. We think we give thanks and then we now enter the business of the day to fight our enemies. We now enter the business of the day to rain curses. We now enter the business of the day to decree and declare. Even as you decree and declare, it has to be with thanksgiving. He says in all things, whatever you are doing must be with thanksgiving. Do you understand it? You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Can find a seat, sit down because understanding 
is key. In this house, listen to me very well. In this house, we must know how to give God what is due to him. If in this house you don't know how to give God what is due to him, you do not belong here. Because the reason we gather is because of him. If we gather because of a person, then we give that person what he deserves. Whatever understanding they are giving you about Thanksgiving, it needs to change. It's not a mistake that we started, we ended the year and we are starting and we are continuing. Understand it in Thanksgiving. I ask you, what can you do to earn God? Can I ask you that question? What can you do to earn God? And then he gives himself to you freely. Do you understand it? What can you do to earn God? But yet, he gave himself to you freely. You carry the spirit of God. Not a fake spirit. The same spirit that God, if you say man is spirit. That same spirit that God carries is the same one you carry if you have received him. What can you do to earn it? So that when they say he's worthy, understand. When they say he's worthy, let your understanding come to play. Do you know what he means? He's worthy of it all. Have you thought of it all? Have you put it all in perspective? Can you even put it all in perspective? Shebi is the earth you know. You are still trying to wrap your mind around. How much of earth do you know? How much of earth do we know? Can I ask you? How much of the earth you live in do you know? Science have clearly said it. That we know 5% of the things under the ocean. Just 5 out of 100. How much of the earth that you live in do you know? Then not to talk about the other cosmos. Is that what they call it? Huh? I'm asking you. Because sometimes you sit as though you are the one in charge of life. Sometimes we sit as though we are the ones giving life. We are the ones making life. I've often said it because they said you are now sitting with him in heavenly places. Doesn't make you the same with him. He's still the head. You are the body. He's the head. We remain the body. So that you don't think about yourself too much. Before the devil, think about yourself so much. Because you are. Before God, see God on his throne. Scripture says only a fool says 
in his heart that there is no God. And you might say, how do you say in your heart that there is no God? Who sees your heart? Huh? Who sees your heart? But what do people see? Sorry? They see your actions, your expression. What informs your action and your expression? I ask you, what informs your action and expression? So you do not need to say to me, you don't know what is in my heart. You do not need to say to me, I'm not calling God a fool. You just need to act it. And I know it. You just need to respond wrongly to him. And I know it. That you are a fool. You just need to respond inappropriately. And you can tell. You don't need a magician. Because if your heart sees him the way he is, your flesh cannot but find expression. Nothing you'll be wondering. I don't know if you feel, you feel sometimes like you want to bust through the wall. The wall is too, you are being held back. Do you feel that way? It's almost like the place is not big enough for you. You need to bust loose. That's what happened when you come in understanding of who God is. Nothing is enough for you. You feel, what can I do? Can I run through the wall? How can I express this feeling? Can I just push through the mountain? What can I do? If you see God. So you do not need to tell me. How do you say he is worthy of it all? Do you know what all means? We need to break all down in context. We need to break all down in what? Context. We need to break them down in small, 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 small bits. Let's break it down to singing. Let's break it down to worship in music. Do you know what it means when you say it deserves all? I ask you. Like, let's break it down in the tools of our expression in worshiping, singing. Huh? If you want to worship God in songs, what are the things you do? I'm asking you. You sing. What else do you do? You lift your hands. What else do you do? You dance. What else do you do? you clap what else do you do you jump what else do you do you kneel what else do you do you shout what else do you do you bow what else do you do you rejoice what else do you do you lie prostrate for what else do you do it's finished you dance you scream you run. You cry. In the context of this, what does all mean? Huh? What does it mean? Everything. And then you see someone saying, I am telling God, he deserves it all. 
and they are looking about. I don't get it. You are telling God. You are seeing God. By the way, all of those things put together, if you do it without seeing God, you have just wasted your beautiful time. You have just wasted your amazing strength. Because it's a waste. It's only productive when you see the one you are talking to. When you behold the one, you say, he is worthy of it. He's the one that opened the scroll. He broke it and opened it. He's the only one that was worthy to do it. He's the one that made for, for you and I to be here now. Redeemed, forgiven, accepted. Do you understand what it means to be redeemed, to be forgiven, to be accepted? Can you earn God? Can you earn the love of God? Should we leave this context? They call you beautiful. You are pleasant to look upon. When they see you, it is wow. When they hear you speak, it is amazing. You speak with so much eloquence. Where did it come from? Sorry? You went to school. You studied. Actually, you went to the best school. That's why you can speak eloquently. That's why you are standing in a poised manner. It's because we went to school. Huh? Abby, they took us from, um, you know, Omota to learned individual. And you think that's what makes you stand. Okay. Let's even think that's what you believe is making you stand. Where did the knowledge come from? Huh? Where did the knowledge come from? Have you thought of things and broken it down to bits to understand that without God, you are nothing. Without God, I am nothing. Do you break it down? If you do, your worship is never restrained. If you do, they don't beg you. If you see, they don't tell you, oh my God, look around you, there are angels, now bow. No. If your understanding is at work, if you appreciate the little things, if you appreciate the smallest things, every time you will find thanksgiving. We do not thank God because most times our minds and hearts are blank. Blank. You come with a blank heart, blank mind, blank to the things that are important, blank to spiritual things but filled with the wrong things. That's why we find it hard to give thanks. 
while you are standing you are still thinking of yourself wow I'm actually fine hope they are seeing me the way I look hope they are appreciating me the way I did my hair this morning hope they see this is my beautiful dress you are still filled with you so much of you from there to oh if only they know i didn't eat this morning if only they know i'm looking for my rent if only they know that my mom is in the hospital if only they know that i'm looking for you know admission if only they know that my business has been stagnant if only they know how do they expect me to worship if only they know I don't have a roof over my head your mind is blank to God but filled with other things they don't know what I'm going through they don't know the emotional issues I have they don't know I'm 45 and yet not married they don't understand they don't know I'm still waiting on the Lord for babies they don't know that I applied they refused me they don't know that I'm still looking for visa they don't know those things clog your mind they don't know that I'm fine girl no money they don't know how many people wanted me to come and sleep with them yesterday so that they will give me money. Praise God you didn't sleep with them. Because when you do, you kill yourself. And the money that would have come will still come. But you would have killed yourself. How did they expect me to cope? And you have all of this worry standing before the one created that created all things the one who answers by fire the one who brought about the foundation of the earth the one who said it is not yet time for covenant she will still live the one who said I will have mercy on whom I'll have mercy and I'll have compassion on whom I'll have compassion the one who says I will not suffer my child's foot to be moved the one who says that's the one you are standing before the one who says no matter how much they gather I will preserve my son I will preserve my daughter the one who said concerning Job devil go and try him this one is my own I can say it's beating my chest go on and try him this one will never deny me I know this one I know this one by name I know this one by tribe I know this one by position this one stands with me the one who is always making you 
is always proud of you to tell people that look at Queenette. Amongst your friends, they can say Queenette is following God. But you are there. I don't have the car they have. Your friends say Queenette knows God, but you are there. They don't they have houses I don't have yet. Your friend says, Queenette is a child of God. You are saying, where am I going to get this business from? They are proud and jealous of what you have. But you are jealous of what they have. That is flinting. You buy a car today that is 100 million naira. One accident will write it off. Just one. Do you agree? One accident, one cross with a truck, that car, 100 million, is gone. Flint. Now that's what you are occupied with. When am I going to get there? When am I going to be like this? When am I going to be like that? And you are standing before the one who makes kings and dethrone them. The one who can say, hey, 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 now I pick you from the dungeon and I set you amongst princes. He can do it like that. The one who is worthy, he deserves your praise. You can't see him. you can see every other thing that's why we find it hard to give thanks like I said we've also been told that when you come plead the blood then thank God just say thank you Jesus I thank you for yesterday I thank you for you know I bless your holy name now let's now begin to you know bring God into remembrance of his promises and once we start to say that we are more alive, God, you promised me that I will be married before 25. You promised me that I will have children before 30. You promised me. I said, do it. I said, do it. I said, do it. You are saying that with so much power and vigor. But Thanksgiving is hard to come out from your mouth. It's, an, it's something you do quickly to rush to the to the what the main thing of the day begin to prophesy now that all your enemies will not catch you begin to declare that even if they gather it will not happen begin to thank god begin no begin to tell him that all oh, this this ancestral cause he stops today and you begin to cry, i break i break from ancestral i break i break But that same God says if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold! Did you hear the word? Behold! You need to see it! You need to behold it. If you don't behold it, you keep casting and binding curses that you have been freed from. 
What do you see? Why didn't he say? All things have become new. But he said to you, you must see that all things have become new. That's why things have changed. People cannot see it. You have prayed, your, your rank has changed in the spirit, but you have not seen it. That's he saying, when am I going to change? He says, behold, all things. Did he say some things? Abi, I do not know the Bible. Did he say some things? He says, all things have become new. So when you encounter something that is old, what do you say? Behold, all things have become new. I do not walk in this lineage anymore. I have been bought with a blood and I have been bought by a price. So I refuse. I live a new life now. It's not by crying. It's by understanding revelation and you choosing to see. Behold, your past addictions are renewed in Christ. Can you see what Christ has done? Huh? That's the God you stand before and say he is worthy. Do you understand me? Whether you agree to say he's worthy or not, he is worthy. People die and go. People are born. He is worthy. People are sick. People are well. He is worthy. Transactions are pulling through. They are not pulling through. He is worthy. Business is going well. He is not going well. He is worthy. I am married. I am not married. He is worthy. His worthiness is not dependent on what happens in your life. Or doesn't happen in your life you need to know that understand that agree and appreciate that and you begin to see all things become new I'm not going to sing to you because you have not answered me the best I can actually give right now is to just say thank you Lord don't expect me to dance don't expect me to lift my hands you don't even understand the fact that I'm even standing you should not even thank God you're not telling me to kneel down the fact that I even decided like, let me just let me just not you know I just say let me open my mouth you now want me to shout It's because you are still thinking of yourself. It's because you are less appreciative. You get up this morning. You stand on your two feet. Your feet didn't give way. You got up. You moved your hand up. He's working. You moved your hand up. 
is working. You did like this. Something is coming out. You are breathing. Your spine is holding your back. Holding all of you. You are standing. You went into the bathroom. You opened the water. You showered. You cleaned up yourself. You creamed yourself. You stood before a mirror. You did your makeup. You went to your wardrobe. You chose a nice dress. You put it on. You had the understanding and the wisdom to enter your car or order Uber. You could read what was in the Uber app. You could understand that your key goes into your keyhole. Meaning your understanding is still at work. Everything is still perfect. Then you headed from your house. You did not go to another street. You didn't go to another state. You didn't drive off and they said they can't find you anymore. Like some people leave their home, enter their car, they drive to another country. They drive off and they are being they are looked for. That's not your case. You said this morning I will have my bath and I will go to so 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 place. I will go to VI. I'll go to Oniru and I will come. I will enter. And that happened. You drove your car in your right mind. You entered the bus with your right understanding. You ordered the Uber with your right understanding. Then when you got to where you were going, you opened the door and you came down and your feet still held you up. You didn't come down and they say, what happened, auntie? Auntie, and you say, help me. I can't carry my leg. Help me. I can't carry my leg. You got up from the car. You stood up. You walked. You walked. You walked. You saw people. You recognized them. You said, hi, Joy. You said, hi, Queenette. You said hi, Uko Chuko. Your mind is still cognitive. You still understood things. You were still able to say hello. Hello, Ada. Hello. You knew the people. You knew them. You did not see. You didn't see Victoria and Koda. You didn't see Victoria and Koda, Victor. You saw Victoria, you knew Victoria. If they say points to Victor, you can point to Victor. If they say points to, you know what you are doing. Your mind is working. Your mind is alive. They didn't ask you, where is Brother Sule? You said, oh, he's not here. I don't know where he is. They didn't ask you, where are you? You don't say, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Who am I? You are not asking questions. You know who you are. You came out wearing clothes. You didn't come out naked. You were still able to put on clothes and know that you are covered. You were not walking naked and they were telling you, ah, madam, you are naked. Madam, you are not wearing clothes. Okay, you are not wearing clothes. You are wearing clothes. You wore it yourself. You wore it 
yourself. You wait yourself. Nobody is coming to your aid. Nobody is coming to tell you, ah, let's put clothes around her. You are still normal. You are normal. Your mind is working. Everything is working. And you think it doesn't deserve? You think it doesn't deserve everything? You think it doesn't deserve your praise? You think it doesn't deserve your praise? You think it doesn't deserve your worship? Bring your mind to remembrance. It's not the time to pretend. Don't sleep. It's not the time to pretend like you are praying in the spirit when you are sleeping. You can recognize people. You can recognize people. You are not just standing on your leg. You can jump on your leg. You can jump on your leg. Your legs are carrying you. in the world yesterday I saw something on Facebook bus park BRT park they have chairs there a ritualist young guy carried his charm went and put it on one of under one of the chairs CCTV he put it under the chairs one of it. A lady walked to wait for boss to come and sat down under where he put the charm. And after a little while, she started to do like this. She didn't understand what was happening. So she got up, she was doing like this. And they were wondering what was wrong. She was doing that. Then, after a while, she went behind, you know those things they build, went behind it to wee there. She weeded got back, sat down. The same thing started to happen. This person that put the thing was sitting on the other side, waiting to see what he has done manifest. She was scratching, scratching, and manifesting, and doing stuff. And then a pastor was passing and just noticed what was wrong with her and said, what's wrong with you? And prayed for her. And when she, he prayed for her, she became she got herself and he took her they were walking away but she forgot her bag they were walking away the person who did the thing came back with a nylon to pack where she weed to pack the sand and put in a bag and was going to carry what he put they forgot her bag so they walked back and saw him and caught him It's like we don't understand what we are delivered from daily. It's the one you know, you know. And I tell you, the one you know 
is too tiny compared to the one you do not know. Pastor Eskom made us thank God for the things we don't know. We will spend time just thanking him for the safety, for what we didn't know, for the provision we didn't know, for the deliverance we didn't know. For we, We'll be thanking God. At some point you'll be thinking, ah, we, she, we, we, I don't even know the deliverance. But honestly, if the Lord opened your eyes to see, you will just realize that it was just a second. If you were 10 minutes late, you would have been under a, a building that has broken down and is under rubbles. Like the couple he delivered from that Ikoi building. 10 minutes. They were in a hurry. They were in a hurry. Ah, we are running late. But thank God for traffic. Do you thank God for traffic? Thank God for traffic. Traffic kept them 10 minutes from a collapsed building that took the life of the owner and many other people. You are going about with a clean heart. You don't know what people are planning. You have no idea. But scripture says there is a God that neither sleeps nor slumber. He's seeing everything and he's redirecting everything. He's redirecting everything. They have planned it. They have calculated it well. They have calculated it properly. And he will just remove their plan. He will remove one calculation. And somehow it never adds up. It will never add up. This is why he's worthy. Don't come blank and filled with all other things. Come with understanding that I made it here. I made it here alive. And when I live here, I'll make it home alive. When I live here, I'll still be standing by evening. When I leave here tomorrow morning, I'll still be breathing. Not by my power, not by my might, but by his spirit. He says long life he will satisfy me, so I'm not afraid. Until he says my time is up, nobody can take me. Those are the reasons he's worthy of your praise. Brother Sule said he's not your mate. That's one of the things I love the most. He's not my mate. Even if he calls me to sit around his table, he's not my mate. Even if he gives me that access, he's not my mate. He will never be my mate. And so I will know how to respond to him. Sit down, let's read Bible. Let's read the word of the Lord. So if you can't find enough thing to thank God for, Abby, with everything said, if you still don't understand that Thanksgiving is your perfect response to everything. He gives you, you thank him. 
it takes you thank him what you are saying you just find yourself you don't understand if it just happens to you what you find yourself doing is my god because when it clicks you can't help it when you don't find expression it has not clicked are you listening to me you can't hide it you can't hide it 
when you don't find expression it has not clicked when it clicks you can't help it it starts from a meditative place but once he hits home once he hits deep you can't help yourself you can't help yourself you can't help yourself this is why day and night night and day let worship rise every single second let worship rise every single minute let worship something the last time the reason why I can't help myself if you are with me to say thank you Jesus is because I think my mind works I reason everything I appreciate everything small and great I see God in everything I see God in everything I see God in you. I see God in your actions. I see God in your inactions. I see God as he's playing. I'm seeing God. I'm not hearing notes. I am seeing God. Only God makes melodies that make sense. Only God allow a man to make melodies that make sense. It's not the man's mind. There are people whose hand are working, but their mind and their hand cannot coordinate. Do you understand what it means? Coordination. That coordination is not there. You know what to do, but it cannot just work. That cable between your mind and your hand is not there. Maybe you think it just happens. Your hand just plays. There is a coordination. You walk on the sea. You think it's you that keeps you. You go for months on a raging sea. Have you seen raging sea before? Because you walk there raging your little sheep on it being tossed about like toy the same way when you are flying that little guy <laughs> that little guy withholding the weather the weather the wind that little guy and when the wind is much that little guy is like paper how children make paper planes have you ever made a paper plane before you know how flimsy it is that's how aeroplane is in the sky any small breeze it goes like this any small turbulence you go from here to here boom 
It's like a toy. And you sit in it. And the Lord lands it. And you come out. The Lord bears it up. You come out. You come out. You go home. Regardless of the turbulence, the next week, you have to travel again. With the same aircraft. You enter by faith again. Believing that the God of heaven, the creator of the wind, will carry you and bear you on eagle's wings and land you. It gets so crazy that some people, when they go through turbulence to go somewhere, they come back by road. They do not want to enter the plane again. Because it's like, if you save me from this, why am I entering again? Do I know what I'll meet? They will, they will go by road. Do you want to talk about the dangers on the road? Because some people will say, ah, I know they fly again. Let me go by road. Do you want to talk about the dangers of the road? It's on that same road that armed robbers attack us. 3 a.m. They shot on the bus. Young Chagro. They shot from the front. They shot a man in the bus. His leg, you know those big bullets? He pieces the bone. They didn't tell me. I saw it. He pieces the bone. And the driver, the only good thing God helped him to do for us was he didn't stop. They put those things that had them um, spikes. So the tires were gone. But the driver did not stop. They were shouting, stop. He didn't stop and they were firing at that bus. They fired the from before they fired the man, his leg was, I saw the leg. We had to be looking for scarf and wood to gather his flesh and bone together to tie it round. They shot at the bus. When we got to Ibadan, when it was morning, when we got out of the bus, by the way, we stopped at one of those places. When we passed them, the driver stopped and said, if you know what's good for you, enter the bush. In the middle of the night, we were running inside bush, thick bush. We did not know what was in front. We don't know what's behind, but we are just running for our lives. As we were running, there was a big ditch huge I can't forget I'd almost entered somebody pulled me back we would have fallen into it in the name of trying to escape we stayed in that bush there was one funny Ajebota stupid girl I said I want to call my daddy my daddy is military officer how will he come to you here no network just say let me call my daddy and we will this is not movie real life you say it won't fly abby when eventually it was morning 
we entered the bus they were able to look for tires we kept hearing gunshot the police tried to go he just that would have been okay we got to Ibadan we got off to see the damage on the bus bullet and then somebody asked who was sitting here I can't forget people came now who they sit down for this place that was exactly where I was seated bullets entered but you know when something enter and you just see the tip here it just didn't come out to enter my body I would have been forgotten you will not hear oh lord or whatever do you understand me and they said go and do thanksgiving no the person was there for you madam go do thanksgiving I would have been dead I won't do air. Is it land that is safe? Who is keeping you? <laughs> this is why Thanksgiving cannot cease from my own mouth. Because when I was sitting in that bus, I didn't know that he reinforced that bus, that the bullets didn't come out. And he hit me. I saw the head of the bullet, but it didn't touch me. Somebody held it back. Somebody held it back. This is why me, I do not play with my God. I am standing here because he made a way. It's not a song. It is reality. Some of you are standing here because of your wisdom. Praise God. I'm standing because he made a way. He made it possible this is why he's worthy of everything I have to offer and sometimes I say what more can I give what do you want again I'm willing to give it anything anything They have experienced some turbulence with me. They are those they haven't experienced. I remember very vividly the first time I flew. I flew with lack of understanding. When I got on the plane, I didn't want my leg to touch the ground of the plane. Because I believe if I touch it, I'll be bringing the plane down. So when I see the hellstairs, walk about i'm i'm anxious i mean like what's wrong with this one you're going to walk and press this thing down can you people go and sit down and lift your legs this was how i sat on a plane most times because i didn't want my weight to bring down the plane my foolish me you're laughing at me boy i know it's okay laugh even me i laughed at myself <laughs> it's okay to laugh it's foolish, Abby. Yes. But that's what I did. Sorry. It is, that's the best I could do. Just let's all hold up this plane so that it will not fall. And I remembered 
when the turbulence started. And the air hostess said, just sit. This one had, Pastor Ben was on that flight. He was, they said, Kanayo Kanayo was on that flight. They said, let's wait. The weather was bad. But they said the meeting was already going on. So they went to fight. I can't forget his arrow. They went to fight them that we can't, we've stayed here two hours, we have to go. I remember Kanayo Kanayo saying, we cannot, what's going on? You know his voice. So they said, okay, since you guys will not wait, let's go. It's going to be turbulent. Arrow always try not to make you go through. They have old pilots, so they don't want you to go through the bumpy things. They try. But that's how we entered. From the beginning of the flight, a woman was holding a baby, and the baby started to cry. So she took the baby to the back. The baby cried and cried and cried. And as soon as we got off from the beginning, we were going on a speed that doesn't make sense. Like the thing was breaking to the ground. The plane was doing like, like that. It was so bad. People started to shout. Muslims shouted Jesus. I can't forget Everybody shouted, Jesus, Jesus. Ah, people started to pray. It's, it's funny, but when you are in it, my God, you will say to yourself, there are times I've said, ah, my only problem, I remember that one vividly, that one was to Abuja. I said, I just didn't tell my mom I was traveling. How is she going to take the news? I'd given up that I would die on that plane. And my only concern was, I didn't tell my mom. How is she just here? So I make it a point of view. When I'm traveling, I'm traveling. I try to tell her. This plane started, this child was crying. So people started to become prophets. People said, this child is pure. This child can already see what will happen. That's why the child was crying. We are going to die. I'm not joking. They became prophets of doom, of life, anyone. Because they said, why didn't the baby stop? At some point, people were very furious. Madam, stop the baby from crying. The baby didn't stop crying. He said, this baby knows something. People were wailing. And when the pilot said to you, we're so sorry, we can't help this weather. There's nothing we can do. And the plane before you is dropping. You don't understand. It's not drop. You know what it means for plane to drop. You just see, ha! it goes like, the, it goes down. Everything inside of you is like your intestine. Everything itself goes down. And it was not dropping once. It kept dropping. And people were shouting. Those things on the plane were out. Every, there was nothing we could do. Pilots were sorry. I remembered on that plane all I could remember was a pastor that testified before in service the week before that he was abroad and a similar thing happened if the pilot abroad tell you there's nothing they can do 
Trust me, if the Nigerian pilot tell you there's nothing they can do. And the pastor said, they told them we are sorry and the plane was dropping. They were heading to heat and God delivered him. That came to my mind. And I said, God, you are the same person. In those kind of situations, I don't even know why people shout because I, if he's going to hit the ground, what am I shouting for? So I just like, let me just like maybe try and die in peace because my shouting the plane is not coming he's not going back up he's going down so trying to do like people be like ah, ah. so i just i will always just sit i'm like let me if it, like i'm bracing myself up for the impact like heat and i was and i remembered that man and I started to say, Lord, you and I didn't say it like this. Those were my conversations. You and I did not say it like this. I'm not dying like this. There are things you told me. There are plans. This is not how you said it. I, those were the things. I didn't cry. I didn't shout. Because, you know, go, go, go change. You know, I quickly, my own mind, I use it to walk. It will not, if I shout. If shouting will save me, ah. You will hear my voice more than everybody. I will shout loud. But he can't save me. So what's the point? And we were seeing our end before our eyes. And God turned it around. When that plane landed, it was raining. I will saw man with fine jalab, um, what do you call these things? Kaftan. They were lying on the floor in water. Say, thank you, God. This is not a Christian. With his cap on the floor. People were lying down on the floor. Water. They didn't care whether they were wet. Just say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Some people, some, some people they carried them out because they had become. Some people had already lost. That's when I understood that fear can kill you before death comes. They had to help them out. Somebody fainted. People, they... Because what's there to wait for? And some people said, I'll never fly again. I'll never fly again. People were calling their parents and crying. I just got off. By the way, I flew back. From Calabar. What's that? Tinapa. I flew back. And some of the people were asking, Are we going to fly back? If he saved me from this one, he will save me again. Abi, if I go by road, you will see what will happen will happen. We flew back. Some people had phobia on the flight. I remember one man. Because I opened the window, you might say he called hostess on me. That they said it will affect the plane, and she's opening it. I said, "It's just window." They said, "Please tell her to close it." They say it will affect the flight. She should close it. So the hostess had to. The hostess said, "No, sir." The man was he was in a frenzy. So the hostess said, "Please just close it. Like it's not." You know, sir, 
this was how I was looking like. How does the wind, the window, it's just a thing, oh, there's a glass. I'm not opening the air to enter the plane. I shall close it for peace. Is it when we were going to Uyo? This is by road. There was a trailer packed. There was a small bridge. It was me, Nathaniel, and George. It was Nathaniel's birthday, 27th of August. Is that a vision that they were going to kill him? That they wanted him dead? So we were praying. So the three of us in this car, we want the man from, you know, when the devil wants to walk, he uses people. The driver, we begged, will give you extra money. Just calm down. We passed a small bridge. We saw a trailer, fuel tanker, packed. We were close to that fuel tanker another tanker was coming apparently and the tanker was coming from a slope apparently he had lost his break he had killed somebody if, because he couldn't stop and he was told that the tanker part that we are seeing has fuel so he cannot hit it he has to hit whatever is on the way coming. So the tanker has taken me apart. It's not dual road. It's one small road. So he was coming on a slope. There's nothing he can do. Whatever you do, don't hit the tanker. So there won't be an explosion. So he was obviously coming for us. And before we got there, I found myself singing a new song. When the Bible says he send you songs of deliverance. I found myself singing a new song. Holy you are, holy, Lord God Almighty. All the earth adore thee, giving you the glory. Nations crying holy, all in all before thee. Creation declare your majesty. Only you are holy, Lord God Almighty. All the earth adored, giving you the glory. Nations crying, holy, all in all before thee. Creation declare your majesty. Only you are holy, Lord God Almighty. All the earth adore thee, giving you the glory. Nations crying, holy, all in all before thee. Creations declare your majesty. We say only you are holy, Lord God Almighty. All the earth I 
authority, giving you the glory. Nations crying holy, all in all before the creation, declare your majesty. One more time, holy, you are holy, Lord God Almighty. All the earth adore giving you the glory. Nations crying, holy, all in all before the creation, declare your mind. I'd never sang it before, so I took my phone to record it so that later I will sing it. As I held my phone and singing into it, the next thing I heard was bah! It was in the recording. The fuel tanker, but he didn't have a heaters. It's Nathaniel Bassi. So it's not a fake story. Hit us. He did not, because he can't hit the tanker beside. Hit us. It was in the, what do you call, recorder. You know, voice recorder. That's what we remembered. Wow, the glass shattered. The, the, I still do not understand how the three of us walked out we had the picture it was a Samsung phone we had the picture of the car Nat was sitting in front I was sitting behind him George was sitting here and the driver and the heat was strong on us because there is a tanker filled with fuel. The car was a write-off. But Victoria, Nathaniel, George are still standing today. For a long time, I had a, because I had proof of the accident. When we played for people, they dropped the phone. Because you can hear the sound of the impact. And we both, or we all knew that God sent us a song of deliverance. Why I was singing it profusely, I didn't know. I was just singing it. Only you are holy. You know, it started like, but I was just, Lord God of oh my, I was just singing. It's in the height of it that we had the heat. And we came out. We didn't go to the hospital. You don't understand. We were going to his wife, the person he eventually married. We were going to her place. 
to go and we didn't go to the hospital. We had scratches from broken everything. But we didn't go to the hospital, guys. I still stand on my back. My spine still works. The doctors have said many times that because of it, and that's not the only accident, whiplash. So it has caused something to my whatever to shift. But I'm still standing, guys. And I can stand longer than all of you here. It's not pride. It's because I choose to see that all things have been made new. New. If I receive his mercy every day, new mercy. That God that delivered me is worthy. Even if he didn't deliver me, he's worthy. He's God. This is why I fear him. This is why me, I fear him. He is God. He is not man. He is to be feared and reverenced. If your flesh cannot understand this, you are still being ruled. You are still being ruled by your flesh. You are not ruled by God. If your flesh cannot understand this and respond to God, you are still being ruled by your flesh. If your flesh cannot surrender to the one who is worthy, there is nothing that can be done again. If your system cannot surrender, if your mind cannot surrender, if your heart cannot surrender, if your body cannot surrender to the giver of life, if your body does not respond every time this God is mentioned, if your body does not respond, if your mind does not respond, if you are still seeing yourself, you have a problem. Every time this God is mentioned, if you do not find praise, if you do not find thanksgiving, you have a problem. Every time we talk about this God, if they force you to give him thanks, if they force you to praise him, you have a problem. Every time the God of the heaven and earth is talked about and you don't find response, you don't find response, you don't find response, you have a problem. Every time God of all flesh is talked about and you don't find response, you are still conscious of yourself, you have a problem. Every time we talk about God and your body does not respond, your heart does not respond, your flesh does not respond, in thanksgiving you have a problem. Every time we talk about God who kills and makes a life and you don't know how to respond, you have a problem. You have a problem. Every time we talk about the God who wakes you up in the morning, the God who sustains you and you don't know how to respond, you have a problem. Every time, every time we talk about him, you should find something to say. You should say thank you. Even if you are small, you are big, you can say thank you. 
keeping you. He's the one preserving you. The least you can do is to thank him. Your mouth cannot be shut. If your mouth is shut, you have a problem. And you should deal with yourself. Deal with your problem. Deal with yourself. Your God deserves your praise. Stop acting like a victim. People are going through worse things. People are going through worse things. You are not the only one with problem. Forget yourself for once. See the Lord on his throne. Forget yourself for once. See the Lord on his throne. Forget your problems. See the Lord on the throne. What he has done for you is more than what you can do for yourself. Forget yourself. Forget yourself. Thank him. Respond to him every time. He's the one keeping you. Respond to him every time. Forget everything. Find expression. Find expression. Find expression. There are things you know to do. There are things you know to do. You can kneel. You can bow. Find expression. Don't sit and look like a fool. Only a fool does that. Only somebody that doesn't know God does that. Only a fool does not know how to respond to the kindness and the goodness of God. Only a fool, only an arrogant man, a proud man does not know. A proud woman does not know how to give God praise. Where do you want to start from? Where do you want to start from? What do you want to say? What can you say? What can you give in exchange for his goodness? How can you thank him enough? What do you have to bless him? Know how to respond to God. Know how to give God thanks. Know how to praise him. Think about his faithfulness to you. Think about his kindness to you. Think about his love. Think about his mercy. Bless his holy name. He's worthy. He's deserving. He's worthy. Thanksgiving should be a part of 
for anything. So there's this doctor I knew. I said, let's go there. But they didn't answer. They took him to lose. By the way, when they were coming out, the traffic was crazy. Even with, um, what's it called? Um, ambulance. The traffic was bad. One guy was trying to help the traffic. Mistakenly broke a, um, a Danfoss, Danfoss glass. The guy, they now held him. The guy was now afraid. We shall have paid for that one. They took him to Luth. Luth was so full. There's no space. They were treating people from the car. And they went to him. By this time, I didn't follow them to Luth. I called that doctor because I don't like Luth. They checked him in the cab, in the, because the people, the hospital, they, once they got there, they removed him from their ambulance. So his brother got a cab, they put him inside. They came eventually and checked and said he was dead. The brother called me. I said, okay, just bring him to that hospital. It was around, um, what's it called, where George Studio is, at Rache, one hospital there. The man is a, is a, is a Ghanaian. He, he knows what he's doing. There was time I almost died. That was the man. When they brought him in the cab, I saw the guy like that. The doctor checked and said he was gone. He was too late. I said, no. I don't know him from anywhere. But I have been praying and I just believe that he can come back to life. So I said, no. Can he even admit him? He said, no. Nat's house is not far from there. So I told, I called him. I said, let's come. There's a guy. Let's pray. Because we always just believe. Me, I don't believe in not practicing what I read in the Bible. Let me practice it. If it doesn't work, then God doesn't want to do it. So I called him. I said, let's meet somewhere. So we took him to another place. I said, let's meet there. Let's just pray for him. Nat came out. We both went. We were praying for this guy. And we could see him breathing. But the doctor said, this one don't go. We were praying. They were just, they just said, we have to take him out. Now, his family, they are there. We can't want what, more than what they want. Because we believe that let's, the hospital, if the hospital can just let him sit down, stay, we will pray. They said, no, we should take him out. He's dead. They don't want dead body. We prayed, anointed him. They took him out. The brother said, he don't die, Moku, forget him. We're very, very sad. But it was an Okada accident. The same type that happened to Sam's mom. And thank God she's still alive. We sometimes feel like we are too much in our own eyes. That guy was meant to get married the next week and he was gone. So, when I'm telling you to give thanks to God, don't wait till they tell you some story that you do. Mm, uh, it's a lifestyle. Scripture says in all things. In this year, Thanksgiving is not something we are just doing to open the year. It's something we will continue in. Because Scripture says in all things, give thanks. Whatever it is you are doing, you can never go wrong with thanksgiving. So even if you lost somebody now, the Bible says give thanks. It doesn't make sense. But when Jesus was going to raise Lazarus, what did he do? 
Before you say he doesn't know that I'm before a dead person. He was before a dead person and he gained thanks. So there is no situation you can't give thanks in. Do you understand what I'm saying? And thanksgiving should not be something they force you to do. It's something that should come out of your mouth. I honestly can tell where you are from what you do. As no, don't tell me you don't know my heart. I've just told you. It flows from your heart. It finds expression. It finds expression that you forget yourself. How many things do you want mentioned? Sam was here. His mother was there. You think you can protect your family? You all don't go the same way. But the one who knows all things, who sees all things, preserves each and every one of you everywhere you are. Under the sun, he preserves you wherever it is. You can thank him and believe that you will keep my home. You will keep my children. You will keep my family. You will keep my father. You will keep my mother. And he has been doing it. And he has not failed. How do you not know how to thank him? Like I said, in this house, everything we give thanks. If you don't know how to give thanks, I don't know how you want to fight spiritual warfare. If you cannot give thanks well, how will you fight spiritual warfare? You don't know how to give thanks. You want to be praying about, you know, let all the people that are against me, let them give. You don't even know Jack. The level of your thanksgiving determines anybody can start from that place. Anybody can give thanks. I said, even the unbelievers, they know how to give thanks. A child knows how to give thanks. If I give you biscuit, you say thank you. Except you are a rebellious child. And an hardened child. Everybody knows how to give thanks. So if you can give thanks for mundane things, then you should know how to give thanks to God. Sit down because we are going to read the Bible. Revelations 4.11 says, Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And because of your will, they existed and were created. We're going to read it together. I told you about reading the Bible because some of you, go back to that song, you're worthy of it all. Some of you don't read the Bible. Let's read together the word of the Lord. What does he say? One, two, go. That, read it with understanding read it with reverence it is the word of the Lord it is Jesus in letters so if you are going to treat Jesus well this is how let's read thou art worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created. God created you. And he created you for his pleasure. 
get it. Understand it. You are created for his pleasure. Anything that is not for his pleasure, he's not, you are not doing the right thing. He created you for his pleasure. Get used to this truth and let your life be okay. Your life is meant to bring him pleasure. If your life is not bringing him pleasure, your life is not doing what it is created for. Do you understand me? That's the truth. Like it or not, your life is created to give God pleasure. That's the assignment for your life. If you are giving the devil pleasure, you are not doing what you are created to do. If you are giving flesh pleasure, you are not doing what you are created to do. By the way, in Christ, your flesh can find pleasure. That's why you, husband and wife, can find pleasure for the, within themselves. Alright? But, your life, that's why it is, that's why if you do um, adultery, you are not giving God pleasure. Even though it's still the same sex. It is done within a confine. It is done within marriage. Anything outside that is not giving God pleasure. And you are created to do what? Give God pleasure. Is the word of the Lord. It's not my idea. Please, Psalm 145 verse 1. Read the Bible, understand why everything you are going to do in this year and the years to come is to give God thanks. You are not, he has created you, he has made a covenant with you that you cannot earn. The least you can do is be thankful. Let's read together. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Next verse. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Next verse. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare the mighty acts. Continue. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous work. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible act and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy greatness and shall sing of thy righteousness. Let's stop there. They shall what? The memory of what? And you shall sing of... If you do not remember, you cannot. Remember what he has done. May I live in constant remembrance. Now me save. Now me deliver. So I have no choice but to thank him. Please read Psalm 92. Psalm 92. This is the NLT, I guess. Let's read together. He says, it, I say read the word of God well. Is not whether you either want to read it or you don't want to read it, but if you are going to read it, read it well. It is the word of God. 
It is God himself. So respect the word of God. Last week, Pierre told us about how people cherish the word. If you take the word with levity, how will you even take the things that are inside? Let's read. He says, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy walk. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. Oh Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. Then they begin to say these things. Do you understand me? Only a fool does not understand who God is. And if you want to know if you are doing a good thing, what did the Bible say? Huh? It is a, what is a good thing? What is a good thing? You want to do good. What is a good thing? The Bible has told you what good thing is. Giving thanks is a good thing. In case you don't know what to do with your life, eh? and you want to do good, what do you do? Give thanks. Psalm 95. Psalm 95. I think we'll read 1 to 7. Let's read together. Oh, come. Let us open your mouth and read the word of the Lord. Let's read. Oh, come. Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hands. Today, if you will hear his voice, the next thing was, I cannot your heart. Are you listening? Today, if you hear his voice, I cannot your heart. They told you why you thank God. Scripture has told us why we thank God. If you don't learn to read the Bible, read it out loud with your mouth. Nobody here, if they sing, you want to lift your voice and sing. Read the scripture and love it. Every song, the song we were singing, you are worthy of it all. For from you are all things and to you are all things. Have you seen it in scripture? Huh? He says, all the angels, all the saints and angels bow before his throne. Did you see it? 
So don't think they force you to do anything. It's the Bible. And if you're a Christian, you are meant to follow the Bible. If you're an Hindu, go follow Hindu. If you're a Muslim, follow Muslim. But if you're a child of God, you follow the word of God. And you don't, you don't just follow it in your heart. Do you understand? You don't just follow it in your heart. It starts in your heart. But it finds expression. Read the next scripture. Psalm 28. Verse 7. If I were you, I will put them down. In case you are still wondering why are they stressing. Go and read these scriptures and understand why you give thanks. It's why you come here. Why that, whether you are home, this is why you do the things you do. Let's read together. He says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced and with my song, I will do what? NLT says, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of what? Thanksgiving. Can you get an LT for me? You burst out in songs of Thanksgiving. NLT. Oh, you don't have it. They don't have. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me. And my heart is filled with joy. And then I burst out. Do you know what it is to burst out? Huh? Do you know what it is to burst out? I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. It's something that flows out of me. I burst out of it because the Lord is my help. He's my shield. I know that when I enter a plane, I will land. Because the Lord is my help. He's my shield. He's my fortress. I know that when I leave my house, I will go back in safety. Because the Lord is my shield. He's my help. I trust him. And this is why I burst out with thanksgiving all the time. I can rest in him. He's reliable. He's trustworthy. He keeps me. He has been doing it. And he won't stop. This is why I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. I can't help it. You should not be able to help it. If you know who the Lord is to you. Psalm 9. One to two. NIV, if you have. Psalm nine, one to two. Elano Shadiesa. Psalm nine, one to two. NIV. Orabaes. Can we read together? He says. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. Are you listening? With all my heart. Any thanksgiving you are giving with half of your heart is not acceptable. 
It is with all of your heart. Scripture says you seek him and find him. When you search for him with all of your heart. He's not with one part. Let's read again from the beginning. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Two, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, almost high. Do you know what most high means? Huh? Higher than everything else. There's no other God. He is the most high. Nothing is higher than him. No matter how tall the giant is before you, he's a, he's a rough, he's a dwarf before God. Dwarf. It is even an insult to call him a dwarf. He's an ant before your God. That's why you give him thanks. Do you understand me? Psalm 69. 30 KJV Oranda Bakoshatie Psalm 69 30 KJV He says what? Read it with understanding. What did he say? I will praise the name of God with a and I will magnify him with what? Say it again. I will praise the name of God with and I will magnify him with you know I always say this when you hear magnify the Lord with me exalt the name of Jesus do you think you are making God big do you know God is big so what are you doing when you magnify him you are making it big in your eyes that's what you do when you magnify him he is big whether you know it or not he is big but when they say to you, magnify the Lord, meaning bring the Lord above every other thing. Bring the Lord above your flesh. Bring the Lord above your worry. Magnify God above your worry. Magnify God above your needs. Magnify God above everything. Make him bigger. Your problem is too big. Make God big. Make your problem small. Your worries are too big. Make God big in your eyes. Because God is big. Do you understand me? God is what? He is big. He is bigger than the biggest. Any big thing you know, God is bigger than it. Any big thing you have seen. So when you magnify him with thanksgiving, you make him big. You say, God, you make him big in your eyes. You say, God, you are bigger than my problems. Bigger than my worries. You are God of all flesh. You are the creator of heaven and earth. You are my God. I trust in you. I will not be put to shame. They that trust in you are like Mount Zion. They shall never be moved. You say those things because it's the truth. When you do that, your problems will become like this. But some of us carry our problems on our head. You know my problem is I can't see. You know my problem is I can't this. My problem is I've been looking for a job. My problem, he says... I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Magnify God. You are the creator of jobs. 
you can create a job for me even if there's no space you can make room for a space to happen they can suddenly have a need for a space that doesn't exist you can make it happen they can say because of you we want to create a part of the company that will do what you do even though we never used to do it we want you in this company so we'll create a space for you it has happened before it happens they'll say we are full but you know what what you are bringing to the table we like so we'll create a department for you that's the god you serve be afraid of him oh. the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom be afraid of this god if you want to live long be afraid of him he's god he's nobody's mate let's read psalm 107 same KJV. Psalm 107, 21 to 22. Actually, let's read one first. Give me one again. He says what? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endured forever. He way said it, oh, give thanks. Like, in case you don't understand, let me just tell you, give thanks unto the Lord because he is good because his mercy endures forever 21 he says what oh that men would praise the lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men 22 and let them sacrifice sacrifices of thanksgiving and declares works with what we rejoice in if you must give thanks go back to 21 and 22 oh the the psalmist is just he has checked everything i said ah Oh, oh, that men, oh, that men, you don't understand. The psalmist got to a point that said, oh, that your eyes will be open. Oh, that men will honor God. Oh, that men will see God. Oh, that men will praise God. And he tells you why you are praising him. What did he say? did he do the goodness to? Who did he do his goodness to? Who did he do his goodness to? Who did he show his wonder to? Who did he deliver? Who did he praise? Who did he deliver? It is you. So you should give thanks. You should give thanks. You should give thanks. Twenty-two. He says, The sacrifices of what? What is your sacrifice? What is your sacrifice? And then what do you do? You declare. You declare his works. My deliverer. You delivered my mother. You delivered my father. You delivered my children. 
You delivered me. You saved me. The other time, they wanted to assassinate me. Assassinate me. You helped me. You declare his works because he has done so much for you. Don't be ungrateful. That's why the psalmist says, "Oh, that men never say me. I don't know how to express. You have a problem." And anyone that doesn't know how to express, don't come to me to come and pray for you. I don't have any prayer to pray for you. I'm talking about the king. The one that can pray for you. And you will not need prayer again. If you don't know how to bow for him, I cannot help you. If you can't respect him, I cannot help you. If you can't honor him, I can't help you. It is from him I get the power. It's not from man. So if you don't respect my God, if you don't honor my God, if I tell you about my God, you don't honor that God, don't come to me. I can't help you. Go to those that do magic. Oh, that men. Oh, that men. Oh, that men.
You enter his gate with thanksgiving. You remain with thanksgiving. You go with thanksgiving. You eat with thanksgiving. You sleep with thanksgiving. You enter that car with thanksgiving. You have your bath with thanksgiving. Everything you are doing, you go to work with thanksgiving. You count your money with thanksgiving. You bless your children with thanksgiving. Everything is with thanksgiving. You poo-poo with thanksgiving. You wee with thanksgiving. Many people cannot poo-poo. Many people cannot wee. You do everything with thanksgiving. You man the camera with thanksgiving. You man the computer with thanksgiving. You man the keyboard with thanksgiving. You man the drums with thanksgiving. You man the bass, the guitar with thanksgiving. Because it's only because of him you can do it. He's the one that make your mind work. He's the one that makes everything balance. You give your offering with thanksgiving. You give your thanks with thanksgiving. It's not only money. Everything you do, do it with thanksgiving. You serve with thanksgiving. You pray with thanksgiving. You read the Bible with thanksgiving. You pray the Holy Ghost with thanksgiving. And the reason is because you can't earn God. God gave himself freely. That should make you thank him every time. He gave himself freely. You receive his miracle with thanksgiving. That's why I know and believe that anyone believing him for anything, we receive it with thanksgiving. When we pray, we receive it with thanksgiving. I receive your breakthrough with thanksgiving. I receive that job with thanksgiving. We receive the babies with thanksgiving. We receive that admission with thanksgiving. We receive that lifting with thanksgiving. We receive that open womb with thanksgiving. We receive that house with thanksgiving. We receive that promotion with thanksgiving. We receive that contract with thanksgiving. We receive everything with thanksgiving. We receive a new level with thanksgiving. A new level in Christ. And a new level in all other things. Don't be a fool. Don't leave here and leave your thanksgiving behind. Take it with you. Remember the lady at the bus stop. It is God that preserves you. Many are the things they plan against you. Many are the things you will never know. Thank him for what you don't know. Thank him like my pastor said. Thank him for what you don't know. What you don't know is more than what you know. Take your thanksgiving with you every time. You go for admission, go with thanksgiving. You have the money to buy a car, go with thanksgiving. Don't buy it because I have the money. For some people, when they don't have money, they are very humble. Once money comes, they are very proud. They want to stay on their lane. They feel all this, you know, nobody should talk to me anyhow. Nobody should do this. When the money was not there, you were very humble. But when you normally and continually give thanks, you don't get proud. Is he that gives you the power to make wealth? That's why you thank him. The more he gives you, the more humble you should become. Like I said, you don't pray for lifting. If you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, lifting is inevitable. Even if you don't want it, you will get it. So rather than pray, Lord, lift me, lift me. No, Lord, humble me. 
Let me stay under your humble, your mighty hand. Let me humble myself under your mighty hand. I know that when that happens, you will lift me. Every time anybody takes me for granted, I have noticed it in my life. I get lifted. At some point, I was angry about it. Oh, why will you talk to me like that? Why will you treat me like this? I know that when they do it, I just watch a lifting comes. So continue. If you belittle me, God will lift me. My job is to humble myself under the mighty of the God. He does it almost every time. I would receive, you know, an honor that I'd be like, how? I wasn't seeing him coming. Don't leave here and leave your thanksgiving behind. Don't come back here on Sunday or Saturday, whichever day we meet, and come without your thanksgiving. It is because you are blank that you forget. If you are constantly reminding yourself, you enter, they will be talking to you, say, Ah, Jesus, Sister Joy, how are you? You'll be blessing God as you are talking to Sister Joy because you can imagine your mind is working. You thank God. You see that if, if I had passed this place two minutes ago, this is what would have happened. So you give thanks. Ah, Brother Victor, how are you? You know, we talk and, we, Lord Jesus, we just thank you. It's not, it's not religion. It's not routine. It is the life in all things. Yes, give yes. thanks. It is a life you live. It is a life we live. So don't leave your thanksgiving behind. And if you are new, we welcome you. This church, this is boot camp. We do not have time for drama. If we, will not, if we will not obey the Lord, we'll begin to see his judgment in the church. He's already happening in this year. you see his judgment like never before. I always say this. God doesn't want to disgrace any man or woman because it does not bring him glory. Every time it happens, it's because you did not listen when he was correcting you. So when he sends people, when he does everything to correct you, listen. Pay attention. If you will hearken, You'll be spared. But if you don't happen, your disgrace will be mega. I've said it before. And we are going to see it in this year. Those that refuse to fear the Lord. Because for his kingdom to come on the earth, it will come first from the church. It will come first from the church. It will come from the house of the Lord. Any righteousness you want to see on the earth, in the nation, it will start from the church. If you don't want divorce anymore in the earth, let the church begin to teach the truth. And we'll have less divorce. Teach the truth as it is. Not from culture. Not what pays us. Not from religion. But from the Holy Ghost. Teach the truth. And we'll have less divorce. And we won't have it in the world too. So take the word of God seriously. When they tell you, read it now, read it so that it will direct your path. You don't read it, it doesn't direct your path. You'll find yourself where you'll be disgraced. So you decide what you want. They are telling you the truth, take it. If you like, don't take it. However we walk, it will show. Go with your thanksgiving. We welcome you if it's your first time great people around you but never forget what is important i'm not interested in doing religion i've said it we will close shop the minute is religion we want to do 
There's no point. Religion does not save anybody. And I'm not interested in it. If you want to give your offering, give it. If you don't want to give it, it's fine. I've said it many times. If I give my offering and God is blessing me, don't be looking at me anyhow. Do you understand me? Don't come and feel like, Kenny, I, I, I can't force you. Here, you are not forced to give your offering. You are taught. If, you, if the teaching is not good enough for you, there's nothing else to be done. If you want to give your tithe, mm, give it. I can tell you what the Bible says about it, but it's your business to do it. You can decide to listen to God or listen to anybody. Your business. I will do it and I will reap. I am reaping. I can't lack. I can't lack. There's nothing I'm looking for that I won't get. Don't be jealous of me. I will not lack. I know who my father is. So God bless us. As we go. People have testimony. I think we'll allow a testimony. God bless us as we go. But let's listen to the testimony. And if you remember, brother, so let's started with this. That's why I didn't want us to go from there. You are worthy. In case you don't know why we thank him. If you don't remember anything, thank him because he is worthy. I don't even know what he has done for me. I don't know what he wants to do. I am not even seeing what he's doing. But because you are worthy. It's not something they said he will be worthy. He is. Whether you like it or not. So bless him for that. Thank him for that. Don't do religion, no. Okay. Um, good afternoon. So the teaching today just reminded me of two experiences I had in the past. And... I just strongly told her to share. Um, the first one was a bike accident. You know, God was saying that some of us, he, he leaves scars of thanksgiving on us, but it looks like scars of pain. So, very similar to the, you know, the description she gave about somebody who was, my husband, of course, now was on a bike. So the bike was meant to turn, and then he forgot to turn, and then I said, okay, you're supposed to turn now. And the guy immediately just turned, he didn't even slow down or anything. And of course, as he turned, the car was coming. So I fell just right where the car stopped. Like, the, of, as in, it turned immediately. So I fell on the floor. Yeah, this is car. Just right sweat. In fact, everybody around was like, ah, that girl, don't go. I was hearing them. Ah, that girl, let you see life. Oh, that girl, don't go. The man that, the only man that came close to me, and, you know, they kept saying, I don't stand up. Oh, something I've broken your bones. Mother, don't stand up. And I'm like, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong. The only man that came to help me, that man told me that, you know, this is his own testimony, it was June, June that year, that if he has not had any testimony in, in, since the beginning of the year to then that, that was his testimony that, yeah, that he, saw, that he saw everything that happened and he can't believe that I can stand up. That's one. The other experience I had, I don't, I don't even, you know, some things will happen and you can trace how it happened, but that one, I can't even trace how it happened. I was just at home that day. Okay, before that day, actually. I woke up in the middle of the night to read. And um, I think it was a part where, I think the job I had at the time, I was going to lose it already. And I didn't believe I was going to lose it because I was very, very sure that I was going to get that job. It was a contract job, so it was ending. So I just woke up, I was trying to read. In between read and I took a tail comb. Not the blue one that we are very used to. This one is pink, like the very sharp one. I was just itching my hair. I didn't know what happened. And it poked my hair like it's yeah. Just went straight to my hair. 
And I was like, ah, you know, when water pours into your head, that's feeling. That's how I was feeling. But, you know, I just touched my head. There was no blood. So, like, I'm fine. I went to work the next day. And, you know, I couldn't hear well. I still had that feeling of there's water in your hair. You know, so I told my bosses then that I have this feeling. Immediately, they said, no, go to an ENT, 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 whatever. Go and check it. At the time, I think I didn't have a gym or something. So I went there. When I saw public, I beg, I'm fine. I went back to work. And when I got to work, they said, have you checked everything okay? I said, I think I'm okay. I said, you're not still okay. Just go somewhere. Just go to an hospital. And I went to an hospital, acted it around. And then they said, no, there's nothing. It's just your membrane. They put one light there. So it was a few days after that time. I think that happened on Tuesday to Wednesday or something. On, on Saturday, I was at home. I can remember very bad. Sister, my parents at the time. I would walk during the day, and in the afternoon, I was just taking water, and the water was dripping. Like, ah, just like, what was going on there? So I had to use my hand to hold my jaw to finish that water. So it was like different things started happening immediately. So after that one happened, my um, my mouth was swollen. I felt like it was swollen. Like, you know, if you go to the dentist as well, when they numb your gum and, you know, for them to do whatever they are, I had that feeling it was swollen. Right after, I was like, ah, what was going on? I really want to meet my mom. Can you feel anything? Can you say anything? Then I nothing. I am okay. I went to the bathroom. By that time, my eye was already, I think it was, it wasn't blinking. So, some things will happen and just like she was saying, like, you don't even know what God is saving you from. So, when your height is blinking, you're actually fine. At that point, my eyes stopped blinking. So at that point, I would close my eye, but this eye was open. Like, it was open. After that, so different things were just happening gradually. The worst of it that happened that same day. Fortunately, I'd left my parents' house to my auntie's house that evening. So by the time I got to my auntie's place, she's a matron, she was a matron. Like, my mouth had moved, like I had stroke. Like, one side. But she didn't want to scare me, so she kept saying, are you okay? Anyway. I think by the next day, I could feel that I'm not talking normally because my mother like, uh, like this. I went to the hospital, you know, the, I, I went to the hospital about two or three times that day. Because I went the first time, like, ah, oh, there's nothing wrong. It's just uh, mom's, is in the hair. Don't worry, it's soon go. But by the time I got home, I think water was just dripping off my eyes. So like this, you no, know, no, I went back, maybe after two hours or something. By the time I got back to the hospital, there was another doctor on duty with the doctor I'd seen before. So that one said, ah, this thing is, his bell's palsy, he's very kinikon. In fact, I think he said, ah, you're paralyzed though. That was what the doctor said. I said, no, I'm not paralyzed. And then like quickly, I am not paralyzed. Doctor, just tell me what the problem is. And I said, well, this thing is bell's palsy, but just check it. And I think they said, come back the next day or something. But I was just not comfortable because I felt like different things were happening just like right after. I remember going home that day and I said, to just give a background, I'm the only Christian in my family. My parents are Muslim. So I just kept saying, God, I will not be put to shame. Like, I will not be put to shame. This, you know, I just kept saying that. And I went home. This whole thing I'm saying, it lasted for about maybe three months or so. And it was a process because this damn mouth that I said, it finally moved. It moved. My hair was blocked. And, you know, I would go to church and the drum ha, was hell you know different things were happening and you can imagine we know the interesting thing in all of this is that god keeps me strong in fact i lost that job so i was at home there was no job there was no money and god also made all those things without pain 
I remember that the hospital I went to, they couldn't do anything, so they referred me to a neurologist. And the neurologist said, you know what, this thing, there's really no medication per se. If I tell you to go and do some scan, they'll just collect money from you. Just take these steroids so it doesn't give you more infection and um, be fine. After a while, I think they recommended I see a physiotherapy as well. So it was just good at physiotherapy that helped. You know, but in all of this, for months, I was sleeping and waking up, trusting God that, you know, I could not even... I could not even sleep normally. Like, when I sleep, I have to cover my face. I have to use a, you know, that face patch that they give in, in the plane. And I could not even bath normally. I could not wash my face normally. Like, because this eye was open. This mouth. In fact, another thing. Half, so it was like half of my face I had used. So half of my tongue didn't have taste. So I put water. And the taste is different on this side. This is different on the other side. And it was like that for food and every other thing for months. You know, but oh God helped me to be strong in all of this. Like, he helped me to be, as in then, I remember that I would go out. In fact, that strength I had that time, I'm trusting God for that kind of strength more these days. Because I'm some of things like that. I would go out. I would go out. I would say, ha, see her, hey, are you, can you come? Hey, she has gone to fight. Because at some point, the physiotherapist, I started wearing some muzzle stuff to just pull my face up. And, but God helped me to be strong. And you know, God was just teaching me lessons that your eyes closing, your because then I couldn't wash my face, I couldn't pour that. So I had to devise another strategy to wash my face. So if I, anytime I'm washing my face, after that time, in fact, this morning I thought God was reminding me that you stop thanking God. Because after that time, anytime I'm washing my face, normally I Thanksgiving, you know, period. Because I had to start washing my face like this. Anytime I forget and just pour water, hey, it was it was not easy. So I just I just I, I sense that God just wanted me to share this just to let us know that some things that we're going through are actually nothing. They're actually nothing. That your eyes can blink. Hey, it's it's it is a lot. Like it is really a lot. And you know, after you know, God just made me go through that thing. I think in fact the worst of all, this one is a very funny gist. One guy had been chasing me <laughs> before that thing happened. Like, man, you're the babe. After he saw me like this, that uncle just, you know, nah, this, this, this can't be it. That uncle just took about he left. You know, and God was just teaching me that, you know what, it is you that, in fact, I remember a friend telling me that this is a rest period for you, just rest, you go to work, you just, just rest. And I think I was home for about three months. After that, I got a job and everything was fine. I didn't have a chance to take care of me then, no. The physiotherapist I got that time, she didn't charge me anything. She was just doing it for free, so I got, so I was fine. And God even shielded my parents from really seeing me. I, I didn't visit them. I didn't, you know, God, God just, as in, He didn't put me to shame, so to say, He, he shielded me, you know. And that is how He actually shields us every time. I'm not even aware about it, you know. Ah, if I show you pictures of me that time. In fact, there was a lady I met, and she was like, gosh, I, think this, I thought this is how they gave birth to you. But I'm always very quick to say, no, this is not how I am. It's just something, but, it, you know, it will soon go. And I just felt led to share that. I just pray that God would help us to be conscious of these seeming little things that seem like, oh, we just sleep, we wake up, we eat, and the food just goes. It takes a lot, and I'm just really thankful. Oh, Penny Momua, oh, Baba. 
concern is, don't put me to shame in front of those people. They will ask, where is my God? They will ask, where is that Jesu? And Jesu came through for her. She said something, she said, God gives you some scars for Thanksgiving. I have them. I have some scars that I can't forget. Even if I forget everything, once I remember them, I say thank you, Jesus. I had a scar where a tap ran into my lap. Tap. I ran into a tap, actually. You know tap that is standing in Benin City. One mama, she's a witch. She sent me. No, it's not a joke. She's a witch. She, she, has, she was in the other compound. So she serves. We know she's a witch. Old woman that has refused to die. For whatever reason, she sent me to go and buy something. They always warn us to not go. You know, near. I took the money. I went to buy it. As I was coming back, we have a tap in front of the house. And some children were surrounding the tap. And for whatever reason, I felt I could jump over them. So, obviously, it's not normal. I found myself in a speed I ran. I was running with so much speed. All I remembered was something pulled me back. I hit the tap. The children left. So I ran into the tap. The tap pulled me back. And the hole that was made, you could put your fist in this lap. You could put your fist do you understand what I'm saying? And the next thing was blood gushing out. You know, you turn um, um, jelly can of oil and you see, boom, boom, boom. That's how blood was gushing out. And they rushed me. I fainted. They rushed me to the hospital. They did stitches, right? More than, they didn't do it once. They did it, they opened up, they did it again. But if you see the sky is so beautiful, you would not know that that kind of thing happened. But every time I see it, it's so, it's so nice now. It's nothing. It's so pretty. And every time I see it, I'm like, wow, I remember that day. It gives you things to thank God for. I don't know what's playing. It gives you things to thank God for. That makes you grateful. So when you see some of those cars, don't see it as, oh, you know, be thankful. It should remind you. And she said something else. Somebody saw her and said, because of you, 
I have a testimony. You don't understand. You didn't preach. They just saw what God did in your life and say, if I don't have testimony in my life because of you, I have a testimony. She's talking about that you can blink. Blink your eyes. Blink. You can. You know I said something about being able to, is it correlate that? Coordinate. You can say, I want to blink and you will blink. She couldn't blink. The eye was wide open. You don't even know the depression that can cause. That I want to close my eyes, but I can't. So she literally have to cover her face with that thing they give on the plane. Because you can't close it. She, you want to sleep, you say, they will say, close your eyes and sleep. You say, I can't sleep. You say, just close your eyes. So you close your eyes of your own accord. Helped by the Lord. But she couldn't. I said, you do not know the worth of peace until you lose peace. You do not know the worth of sleep until you lose sleep. You do not know the worth of everything you do normally until you lose it. There was a period in my life, four days, I was begging to sleep. They were praying for me. It's not like I don't want to sleep. Sleep is catching me, but I can't sleep. Once I close my eyes to sleep, I can't breathe. So, I was weeping. What was I weeping for? Lord, I want to sleep. Do you know the pain? You probably don't know because you haven't gone. Like you stay and you are in pain. I just want to sleep. Your body has slept. But you cannot sleep. It's the worst thing that can happen to you. So you understand why me I can't stop thanking God. I don't take it for granted. If I grab something and I can grab it, I think about it. The mechanism to grab tight. It's not because my muscles. Do you know the intricacy of your muscles? Of your tendons? Of those things? Your ligaments. And they work well. Blood is pumped from brain. It passes through. It's still working. Your kidney gets the, the blood it deserves. Your liver gets the blood it deserves to work well. You don't have to think about it. You only think about it when they say somebody has kidney problem. You can't wee of your own. You say, I want to wee wee. You go to the toilet and wee without any problem. When there is a problem, you understand and appreciate being able to wee by yourself. And I often say, I don't have to wait till that time to be thankful. So I thank God with everything. I thank God with my kidney. I tell him my kidney, thank you. My eyes, thank you. My mouth, thank you. She said her mouth was pulled this way and she lost the brother. The brother is a yeah-yeah brother. But people act according to their faith. The brother saw and said, I cannot marry this. The brother didn't see that she can recover from it. So that you can still wear tight trousers 
and still move your waist to get a brother you think is by your power that you can make up and wear this thing shoot your bra up so that everything is standing nothing is paralyzed the same you walking on those heels some people can't wear heels walking on those heels cat walking and you can move your hair that the brother can say see babe there's a possibility you can't do that but if God allows it you still now that one is not enough you now say I'm not even fine enough but you are standing well your brain is working rather than give thanks for that you now say I don't I wish I have pointed nose like that person I wish this one is like that we are never satisfied don't wait till you lose your peace before you know the worth of it so that all of these things we've often said if man was to be selling the air you breathe if man was to be in custody of the air we breathe we would have been dead because the price will keep increasing there will be inflation for you to breathe but when they put oxygen that's when you thank God that you can breathe don't wait for that be thankful in everything one small thing can lead to another thing just a little poking in the ear led to eye opening led to mouth bending led to all manner of things you don't know the intricacy the delicate parts of your body that God allows to still work well sometimes you fall and hit your head against the wall and everything is still fine you just say I'm okay I'm okay you take it for granted some people did not hit the wall they are in the hospital till date told you about my mom I left the house this morning and she's like oh she, you know those that saw her when was it was it two days ago she's praying she's fine 245 over 145 no stroke no heart attack and you tell me not to thank my God you tell me how to thank my God you force me to thank my God you can't I know people three years they are still like this they have not recovered their own was not up to 180 it was 160 170 heart attack stroke then you are fine they will beg you to lift your hands you are fine they will beg you to say thank you don't wait till you lose it the thanksgiving you are not giving out don't let it be forced out of you from tribulation from persecution don't wait give it freely give it freely we are done with service for today You should learn to keep your attention for God. If your attention span is short, you need help. Some people cannot even wait on God for two hours. What am I saying? 30 minutes, they're already distracted. I don't know the God, you know. 
they suddenly don't know what to say again they don't have what to say again if I leave her if we leave her she will share us more testimony if I call you you will have plenty testimony I don't need to call you to come and take the mic think about them without coming to say it on the mic let them continually ring in your head remember his goodness remember his kindness always once you do it before they talk you'll be like praise God you'll just be you say thank you Jesus they'll be wondering what has happened you remembered something we are done let's not leave our thanksgiving here let's take it with us let's not come back next week thanksgiving is the basic is the basic yet is powerful a church that does not know how to give thanks a people that does not know how to give thanks they are worse they are worse than anything you can think of if all you want is love let's now let's pray attacking prayer to make sure that all our enemies die and we get what we want give thanks the most powerful things happen in thanksgiving you can't earn it we can't earn God and he has given himself freely everything available to him is available to us that's enough to be thankful for if you are not grateful I'm grateful that you are well and standing here I don't have to be praying we don't have to be going to the hospital to pray for one of our brothers you know we have to pray that something is happening you are here me I'm thankful for you do you understand me I'm thankful that you are here everything is still working I'm grateful I'm grateful and you should be and when we are here learn to open your mouth anybody maybe when I start calling you out who we'll send you out open your mouth and talk don't sit down before God carelessly there's a time for everything it's boot camp if you are here they are reading Bible you don't talk I'll call you out and I'll send you out that's what will happen because that's the reason you came here you are to use your mouth you are to talk to your God if you will now finish you want me to pray for you we can pray not that you did not do anything in service I'm seeing you you sat all through you are looking you want to come and meet me I will not lay hands on you I cannot lay hands on you because the one that can lay hands on you you didn't allow him is it me that has hand to lay learn to engage Learn to open your mouth. When your flesh wants to tell you to shut up, tell your flesh, no, I, I would dominate you. You are under me. So open your mouth and speak. People cannot be jumping. You are not sick. You are choosing to sit down and won't sit down. I, I take my time. You have a problem. Do you understand me? Do we understand it? If you like, don't like me, it's okay. If you don't like the truth, it's fine. I'm not saying it for you to like me. I'm saying it for me to hear myself. It's the reason why when I go to places myself, it's, you, it's rare for you to see me sit down. It's rare. Whether the person is even worshipping well or not, I stand up in honor of my maker. Or I kneel. When you preach it, you'll be accountable. Even before you preach it, you should be accountable. Don't say things you will not do. So please, not in this place. It's boot camp. If it's too hard for you, go to where they don't mind what you do. If I see you sitting down where you should not be sitting down, I will tell you to get up. 
And if you have a problem with it, you go out. If everybody is worshiping, you are looking about, I'll tell you what are you looking for. Maybe you have a demon so we can deliver you. Maybe your job is to be looking to pick people's blessing so that we can help you. You have no business looking about when people are praising their God. What are you looking for? Who are you looking for? So we will tell you, since you don't want to hear what, we will point you out and bring you and carry you out. Since we will not follow strictly what is, what is, what is. If you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my will to you right now. I am tired of doing life by myself. I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. Help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you. The message you just heard is from Jesus Anandad Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com. God bless you.